You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to day 281. We're continuing in the book of Jeremiah, and the Lord spends His time preparing Jeremiah for that day of disaster. It is the day that the Lord has been talking about for quite a while in the book of Jeremiah, when the Babylonian Empire finally goes into Judah, kills a whole bunch of people, and captures and enslaves the rest, and drags them back to Babylon. Which explains what can be a confusing passage for people. In chapter 16, verse 14, the Lord says that there will be a time when people will not begin their promises by saying, As surely as the Lord lives, the one who brought the Israelites out of the land of Egypt. So people have always been referring to the Lord as someone who saved them from Egypt. Egypt was always the bad guy. That's the place they escaped from. But instead, the Lord says, they will start changing the statement to, as surely as the Lord lives, the one who brought the Israelites out of the northern land and out of all the countries where he had sent them. So we're really referring to Babylon and the other countries where they were enslaved. So the Lord is not just the one who saved them from Egypt, but now he becomes the Lord who saves them from Babylon, which some say could be a worse bad guy ever. And finally, in chapter 17, the Lord emphasizes that we must trust in him and not people. Why? Because the Lord can see into the human mind. And in the human mind, there is certainly evil that is well hidden. But that doesn't stop Jeremiah from complaining a third time. And the Lord responds by reminding him that they must obey the Sabbath day as a holy day. And that is perhaps a starting point for the people to repent and turn to the Lord. And we're also finishing in the New Testament, the book of Colossians. Paul finishes with some final greetings and lets the people know the other workers in the Lord that are with them, so that they can grow and be spiritually mature. And finally, we are reading Psalm chapter 118, verses 17 to 29. And the reason why I bring this up in this episode, we always read a psalm. But in this particular psalm, we actually find some prophecy speaking specifically about Jesus. We know this because it is quoted later in the New Testament. And that would be in verse 22, where it says, the stone that the builders rejected became the cornerstone. And that is quoted later in the New Testament as Jesus being the stone that the builders rejected, but Jesus is now the cornerstone of the church. And it follows up in verse 26 when it says, God bless the one who comes in the name of the Lord. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry. And you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Jeremiah chapter 16, the day of disaster. The Lord's message came to me. Jeremiah, you must not get married. 
You must not have sons or daughters in this place. This is what the Lord says about the sons and daughters who are born in the land of Judah and about their mothers and fathers. They will die from terrible diseases, and no one will cry for them or bury them. Their bodies will lie scattered on the ground like manure, or they will die in war, or they will starve to death. Their dead bodies will be food for the birds of the sky and the wild animals of the earth. So this is what the Lord says. Jeremiah, don't go into a house where people are eating a funeral meal. Don't go there to cry for the dead or to show your sorrow. Don't do these things because I have taken back my blessing. I will not be kind to the people of Judah. I will not feel sorry for them. This message is from the Lord. Important people and common people will die in the land of Judah. No one will bury them or cry for them. No one will cut himself or shave his head to show sorrow for them. No one will bring food to those who are crying for the dead. No one will comfort those whose mother or father has died. No one will offer a drink to comfort those who are crying for the dead. Jeremiah, don't go into a house where people are having a party. Don't go into that house and sit down to eat and drink. This is what the Lord, all-powerful, the God of Israel says. I will soon stop the sounds of people having fun. I will stop the happy sounds of people enjoying a wedding party. This will happen during your lifetime. I will do these things very soon. Jeremiah, you will tell the people of Judah these things. And the people will ask you, Why has the Lord said these terrible things to us? What have we done wrong? What sin have we done against the Lord our God? You must tell them, Terrible things will happen to you because your ancestors stopped following me. This message is from the Lord. They stopped following me and began to follow and serve other gods. They worship those other gods. Your ancestors left me and stopped obeying my law. But you people have sinned more than your ancestors. You are very stubborn and you are doing only what you want to do. You are not obeying me because you do only what you want to do. I will throw you out of this country. I will force you to go to a foreign land. You will go to a land that you and your ancestors never knew. There you can serve false gods all you want to. I will not help you or show you any favors. The Lord says that the time is coming when people will not begin their promises by saying, As surely as the Lord lives, the one who brought the Israelites out of the land of Egypt. Instead, they will say, as surely as the Lord lives, the one who brought the Israelites out of the northern land and out of all the countries where he had sent them. They will say that because I will bring the Israelites back to the land I gave to their ancestors. I will soon send for many fishermen to come to this land. This message is from the Lord. They will catch the people of Judah. After that happens, I will send for many hunters to come to this land. 
They will hunt the people of Judah on every mountain and hill and in the cracks of the rocks. I see everything they do. The people of Judah cannot hide the things they do. Their sin is not hidden from me. I will pay the people of Judah back for the evil things they have done. I will punish them two times for every sin because they have spoiled my land with the lifeless forms of their disgusting idols. They have filled my own land with their sickening false gods. Lord, you are my strength and my protection. You are a safe place to run when I am in trouble. The nations will come to you from all around the world. They will say, Our fathers had false gods. They worshiped those worthless idols, but the idols did not help them. Can people make real gods for themselves? No, they can only make statues that are not really gods. The Lord says, So I will teach those who make idols. Right now, I will teach them about my power and my strength. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Jeremiah chapter 17. Guilt written on the heart. The sins of Judah's people cannot be erased. They are written on their hearts like words carved into stone with an iron chisel or a diamond point. Their sins are written on the horns of their altars. Even their children remember the altars that were built to worship false gods. They remember the wooden poles that were set up to honor Asherah. Those objects of worship were everywhere, under the green trees, and on the hills, and on the mountains, and in the fields. So because of this sin throughout your land, I will let your enemies take your wealth and treasures. Because of what you have done, you will lose the land I gave you, and I will let your enemies take you to be slaves in a land you do not know. This is because you have made me angry, and my anger is like a hot fire that will burn forever. Trusting in people and trusting in God. This is what the Lord says. Bad things will happen to those who put their trust in people. Bad things will happen to those who depend on human strength. That is because they have stopped trusting the Lord. They are like a bush in a desert where no one lives. It is in a hot and dry land. It is in bad soil. That bush does not know about the good things that God can give. But those who trust in the Lord will be blessed. They know that the Lord will do what he says. They will be strong like trees planted near a stream that send out roots to the water. They have nothing to fear when the days get hot. Their leaves are always green. They never worry, even in a year that has no rain. They always produce fruit. Nothing can hide its evil as well as the human mind. So there is no way to make it better. You can't see what is wrong with it. But I, the Lord, can look into people's hearts. I can see what they are really thinking, so I can reward them for how they live. I know what payment is fair. Sometimes a bird will hatch an egg that it did not lay. Those who cheat to get money are like that bird. But when their lives are half finished, they will lose their money. At the end of their lives, 
it will be clear that they were fools. From the very beginning, our temple has been a glorious throne for God. It is a very important place. Lord, you are the hope of Israel. You are like a spring of living water. Those who stop following the Lord will have a very short life. Jeremiah's third complaint. Lord, if you heal me, I surely will be healed. Save me, and I surely will be saved. Lord, I praise you. The people of Judah continue to ask me questions. They say, Jeremiah, what about the message from the Lord? Let's see that message come true. Lord, I did not run away from you. I followed you. I became the shepherd you wanted. I did not want the terrible day to come. You know what I said. You see all that is happening. Please don't make me afraid of you. I depend on you in times of trouble. Bring shame on those who are making me suffer and keep me from being shamed. Let them be filled with fear, but don't give me any reason to fear. Give my enemies a day of disaster. Destroy them completely. Keeping the Sabbath day holy. This is what the Lord said to me. Jeremiah, go and stand at the people's gate, for the kings of Judah go in and out. Tell the people my message, and then go to all the other gates of Jerusalem and do the same. Say to the people, Listen to this message from the Lord. Listen, kings of Judah. Listen, all you people of Judah. All you who come through these gates into Jerusalem, listen to me. This is what the Lord says. Be careful that you don't carry a load on the Sabbath day. And don't bring a load through the gates of Jerusalem on that day. Don't bring a load out of your houses on the Sabbath day. Don't do any work on that day. You must make the Sabbath day a holy day. I gave this same command to your ancestors, but they did not obey me. They did not pay attention to me. Your ancestors were very stubborn. I punished them, but it did not do any good. They did not listen to me, but you must be careful to obey me, says the Lord. You must not bring a load through the gates of Jerusalem on the Sabbath day. You must make the Sabbath day a holy day. You will do this by not doing any work on that day. If you do this, then those who rule Judah as kings will continue to be from David's family. They and their officials will come riding through the gates of this city on horses or in chariots. The people of Judah and Jerusalem will join them, and Jerusalem will always have people living in it. People will come to Jerusalem from the towns and villages of Judah, from the land where the tribe of Benjamin lives, from the western foothills, from the hill country, and from the Negev. All these people will bring burnt offerings, sacrifices, grain offerings, incense, and offerings of thanksgiving to the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem. But if you don't listen to me and obey me, bad things will happen. If you carry loads into Jerusalem on the Sabbath day, you are not keeping it as a holy day. 
so I will start a fire that cannot be put out. It will start at the gates of Jerusalem until the burns even the palaces. Colossians chapter 4, verses 2 through 18. News about those with Paul. Tychicus is my dear brother in Christ. He is a faithful helper and he serves the Lord with me. He will tell you everything that is happening with me. That is why I am sending him. I want you to know how we are, and I'm sending him to encourage you. I'm sending him with Onesimus, the faithful and dear brother from your group. They will tell you everything that has happened here. Aristarchus, the one here in prison with me, sends you his greetings. Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, also sends his greetings. I have already told you what to do about Mark. If he comes, welcome him. And greetings from Jesus, the one who is also called Justice. These are the only Jewish believers who work with me for God's kingdom. They have been a great comfort to me. Epaphras, another servant of Jesus Christ from your group, sends his greetings. He constantly struggles for you in prayer. He prays that you will grow to be spiritually mature and have everything that God wants for you. I know that he has worked hard for you and the people in Laodicea and in Hierapolis. Greetings also from Damas and our dear friend Luke, the doctor. Give our greetings to the brothers and sisters in Laodicea. Greetings also to Nympha and to the church that meets in her house. After this letter is read to you, be sure it is also read to the church in Laodicea. And you read the letter that I wrote to them Tell Archippus, be sure to do the work the Lord gave you. Here's my greeting in my own handwriting. Paul, remember me in prison. I pray that God's grace will be with you all. Psalm 118, verses 17 to 29. I will live and not die, and I will tell what the Lord has done. The Lord punished me. But he did not let me die. Open for me the gates where justice lives, and I will enter and give thanks to the Lord. Those are the Lord's gates, and only good people can go through them. Lord, I thank you for answering my prayer. I thank you for saving me. The stone that the builders rejected became the cornerstone. The Lord made this happen, and we think it is wonderful. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be happy today. Save us, Lord. Please save us. Lord, give us success. God bless the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We welcome you to the Lord's house. The Lord is God, and he accepts us. Tie up the lamb for the sacrifice and carry it to the horns of the altar. Lord. You are my God, and I thank you. My God, I praise you. Praise the Lord, because he is good. His faithful love will continue forever. Thank you, everyone. That was day 281. Join us for day 282, continuing in the book of Jeremiah. God takes Jeremiah on a little field trip. He takes him to see a potter. And of course, this is all a learning opportunity for Jeremiah to see what God is doing with Judah. 
and after giving Jeremiah an earthenware jug of his own, he sends him off to the potsherd gate in the Valley of Topheth. This is where the child sacrifices were done. And what happens next? Well, by the time we get to chapter 20, Jeremiah wishes he was never born. And then we will begin the book of 1 Thessalonians. I'll be giving a detailed introduction. It's basically another letter written from Paul. But it's supposedly also written by Silas and Timothy, and may be one of the earliest letters that Paul wrote. And in this letter, we'll hear about the church at Thessalonica. That was a very strong church, but was under much persecution. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.